Hello and welcome to Weekly Weird News. I'm Ben. As always, I'm hanging out with Mike. Hello. Claire. Hey. And Pete. Hello. And this is our sister show where we discuss the weird shit we found on the internet this week. Quite simply. You can follow us on Facebook if you want to come through the board in the post-truth apocalypse. You can follow us on YouTube and subscribe, please, at Apocalypse Bull. And you can, you can, oh shit, I've lost it. <laughs> and you can, oh shit. <laughs> and SoundCloud and most of the podcasting platforms at Current of the Ball in the PTA. There you go. We will do a bloopers episode one day and it'll just be Ben going, oh fuck. And me going, can't remember what I was going to say. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just go down yeah. a weed hole, basically. Yeah. <laughs> it does happen. And Mike, Mike has a few. Claire has a few. We all have a few of them, to be fair. We all have a few. But yeah, so this is, like I say, this is weird news. Let's do it. This is, this is a strange thing I found today, actually. Notorious football hooligan has Lee Rigby Freezer in tie shop for Brits. What? Lee Rigby? Remind Lee, me. Lee Rigby was a British soldier killed in the street by two African immigrant Muslim extremists. Oh, wasn't it with a machete? That's yeah, right, yeah. yeah. He was the drummer, wasn't he? That's they right. Him? I think no, I don't think they'd be editing him. They, they cut him up pretty much. I badly. believe they'd be editing him. I'm pretty sure they'd be editing him, or tried to at least. They tried to. Mm. Either way, six. it was horrific because it's like, well, they they waited for him to collect the barracks and. Mm. So what's a Lee Rigby freezer? A Lee Rigby freezer. Let's have a look. Notorious football hooligan Jason Mariner is finding infamy again. Infamy, infamy, they've all got it infamy. As an English food shop owner in Thailand. Mariner was exposed as a member of the Chelsea Headhunters, a hooligan firm linked to various white supremacist groups, in a 1999 BBC documentary led by Irish investigative reporter Donal McIntyre. Known as the General, he was sentenced to six years in prison based on evidence captured by McIntyre that led a judge to conclude that he, quote, relished violence. Since being released, the 55-year-old has written several books about his hooligan days and even had a movie made about him. But he's gone viral this week for a controversial TikTok in his Churchill's Munches store out in Southeast Asia. Churchill's Munches. Because you can't just go to another country and eat their food and experience a bit of culture and find something you like. Nah, nah. You gotta go and fucking buy your English scarf. What's you talking? You don't eat ethnic food. I do, mate. If I go to another country, I eat their food. Do you? Yeah, I do. Did it in Poland? Done it in Cyprus? Wherever I've gone, I've always eaten. Their chips. Cyprus, yeah. Their chips are still their food. Would so. you do it in India or China? I'd have to, wouldn't I? Yeah. I can't see him munching on some paella. I mean, I'm not. I'm drawing a line of cockroaches and stuff. I've eaten paella. I've eaten pasta in Italy, I've eaten, you know, I've eaten all sorts, mate. You did pick out everything but the grains of rice. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm there, I'll eat it. Because I don't think you should go to an English fucking pub and have a roast dinner. Fair it's 30 much. degree heat, what do you want a roast dinner for? Uh-huh. <laughs> Is it Thailand? It's like 40 degree heat. Who's going for a fucking Sunday dinner in that? So what kind of shit does this guy have then? What, what's, what's, what's the crack for them? Well, in the video, Mariner can be seen showing off the products he offers for fellow British expats, or immigrants, as we'll call them, mm-hmm. beginning, all right, you slags, before continuing, in the old lollipop at the moment, AI, have a little look there, or your English bit of gear. I'm presuming that for anyone else listening, that is, have a look in this place, because I've got some English stuff. 
for you to buy. He then pans the camera to a chest freezer which is emblazoned with an R in image of Fusilier Lee Rigby of the Royal Regiment of Fusiliers, the British Army soldier who was murdered in May 2013 and a message which appears to read Murdered by Islam on a British street, forgotten by the media, by the political elite, but not by the public, in capital letters. Wow. Let's have a scroll down the picture of it, I think we can see it. That's Churchill's Munches sign, he looks a prime gammon. Mariner says, we don't forget Lyrigby, hey, we don't mess about on this firm, son, you know what I mean. Uh, he's been slammed online for his freezer, Rigby's family having previous asked previously asked people not to use his name or image in a divisive way. Yeah, Lee Ruby's parents have said, please don't use Lee's image in anything, for whatever reason. And he's still got it up all And he's got it up being a... Just throwing a bit of racism into he his shop. He doesn't seem to consider it tightly, does he? No, no he doesn't. It's just, you know, oh come on, he's just a prime gammon, doesn't he? But you go to Thailand, just to have a bit of racism. He just looks like a twat, doesn't he, basically? Yep. It's hardly in good taste, though, isn't no. it? I think that's the main point. You're like, come on, mate. Place for that's not on a freezer, is it? No. I want to know why he's a notorious football hooligan. No, he used to be. He got exposed. He got six years in jail. He was ahead of some firm. Mm. Dick. And we all know football hooligans are dicks. Yeah. They are the, the lowest of the low, really are, I think. Pointless. Pointless fucking dicks. What I really enjoyed is when they had the World Cup in Russia. Yeah? Yeah, there wasn't that much hassle out there, was there? Oh no, there was a lot of hassle, mate. The England fans, the English, some of the England fans went over thinking they were ten men because mm. they watched Green Street and Football Factory and got their fucking asses handed to them. It's what happened. Mm. I think this last World Cup in Qatar is the first time an English person hasn't been arrested at the World Cup. Because no one was pissed, that's why. Yeah, because it's 80 quid a pint. <laughs> <laughs> this best be the best damn beer I've ever tasted in my oh, life. No. How much? You got 80, 80 pounds for a pint in Qatar. What? Why? Never. Mm-hmm. Oh, I heard a great way to describe that. Was, you know, we were very divided in the last World Cup final. Like I was cheering for France, you guys were on the Argentinian side. The best way I heard that described for an English person to watch that match was like trying to pick your favourite pedo. Uh, you ate both of them, but you got to choose one you want to win, yeah. haven't you? So, Jimmy Savile or Prince Andrew, who's your, who's your favourite? <laughs> Prince Andrew. <laughs> yeah, Prince Andrew. Sorry, but that, that was a It's Argentina great. then, I yeah. guess. Right, moving on. Argentina, the Prince Andrew football clubs. <laughs> Hacksaw Jim Duggan stops home intruder. Do you all remember Hacksaw Jim Duggan? I do. Mm. Oh! Professional wrestler? Nope. Early night, early to mid-90s? Nope. Oh, Never watched WWF. Oh, man, he used to come in with a, with a two-by-four plank of wood. He was a hacksaw, he was a lumberjack, wasn't and he? I say WWF because in them days it was still called WWF. It was, and that's when this guy was his peak. But it says WWE. They've changed it now. They yeah. have to change it. WWE Hall of Famer Hacksaw Jim Duggan said he fought off a home intruder early this month. The inaugural... Royal Rumble winner told Wrestling Inc. that a man in his mid-twenties tried to enter through the front door of his South Carolina home around 6.45pm on December the 8th. Brave man. Mm, yeah. Duggan, whose wife Deborah was also home during the incident, told the site 
that he took the man down and held him at gunpoint with a .44 calibre handgun. First of all... What's going to help, isn't it? Big ass handgun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, point four four. That's a dirty Harry fires, isn't it? Yeah. So big ass handgun. It's no one's who was who in their right mind is breaking into Hacksaw Jim Duggan's house. Well, that clearly didn't know whose no. house he was breaking into. Yeah, it's like breaking into Hulk Hogan's house. Sure, that fucking leg dropped. <laughs> Even now, you wouldn't, would you? No, <laughs> you no, I wouldn't. You would fuck with him now. No, I wouldn't fuck with any of them. No, the Undertaker still looks scary. The unnamed intruder was trying to escape a separate matter. Allegedly, the man knocked on several doors before jumping the Duggan's fence and entering through the unlocked door. Duggan said that he heard yelling around the neighbourhood, so he turned his Christmas lights off and told the intruder, who supposedly relayed to Duggan that someone nearby was after him, trying to kill him, to be quiet. In response, Duggan told the site he kept his gun on his lap and in his hand... And his hand on the intruder's back until the police arrived. Thank God we didn't shoot him, Duggan told Wrestling Inc. Hey, see a happy ending. No one got shot. That's good. Used his patented wrestling moves to take him down. Probably hit him with a two by four. And then put the well, gun in the back. The man was clearly distressed. He was trying to be murdered himself. Yeah, but he's 68. I mean, come on. He's still taking guys down and pinning them. Mm -hmm. If his story was genuine, then... Yeah, it might not have been. Yeah, good job, but at the end of the day, you get caught robbing, what are you going to say? Oh, I was trying to rob your house. No, you say, oh, I was running, someone was trying to shoot me, I had to just get away. It's true. Obvious fucking bullshit story. But, you know, could be. Actor Jim Duggan's way to tell the truth. Yeah. Because how can you not trust a man with that face and that beautiful head of hair still at the age of 68? 68. Can't argue. Oh! <laughs> Okay. Oh, snakes have clitorises. Wow. Scientists overcome a massive taboo around female genitalia. Mm. Scientists have said that previous research had mistaken organs on snakes as scent glands or underdeveloped versions of penises. Trust the nerds not to be able to find the clitoris. Oh. <laughs> Especially on snakes. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they trying to find if a snake's got a clitoris? Why not? <laughs> well, they want to know, I suppose. <laughs> Something science has to know. How did they know? Did they start like giving it a quick little like blowing on it and like <laughs> a quick little quick little tongue and did it start twitching us? I don't know. Well, well, use a little, but use a little scientific instrument to stimulate it, Pete, rather than just physically doing it orally. <laughs> I mean, that's the way you want to do it, that's fine. That's, that would explain why you're not in the reptile house at Chester Zoo anymore. Uh, <laughs> Look, it's my word against the crocodiles. I've got my tongue up his bum. He's a brave man, isn't he? In a study published in the journal Proceedings of the Royal Society, the research found that snakes have two individual clitorises, hemoclitorises, separated by tissue and are hidden by skin on the underside of the tail. Mm. So, so are you they're saying that snakes can have pleasure during yep. sex, basically? Well, they've got a perfect fucking at? tongue for it, haven't they? <laughs> yeah. But is this what they're getting at, then, is it? Well, pleasure male snakes have two penises, <laughs> so it makes sense, doesn't it, that they've got two clitorises, but... All this time, they they didn't think they had any. Well, the snakes get off too. Mm. Mm. Never. Lucky little snakes. 
And this is all because of the massive taboo around female genitalia and probably because like male scientists have been looking. Yeah. And just, <laughs> just overlooked the no. A bunch of geeks are like, where is the clitoris? Maybe, maybe my got a point. Yeah. <laughs> it's mm. fucking gross either way. Mm. It's a picture mm. of him if you want to see a snake's clitoris. There we go. Guardian. Well, I think I speak for Zor when I say that we're all aroused. <laughs> no, yeah. you don't speak for Zor. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Definitely for yourself. Just me and Mike then. I know Mike is. <laughs> <laughs> Speak for me. The deviant he is. <laughs> I've known they've had clitoris for ages. Why would you bring that news aside to the community then? No one asked. <laughs> Should have wrote a paper on it. <laughs> Maybe not. Why not? Mouse clitoris, his paper's coming out next week, apparently, Mike said. <laughs> oh, great. This is good news. Thanks, Mike. It's all right. Heavy metals found in popular dark chocolate brands. I don't mean heavy metals like Iron Maiden or Metallica. Oh. I mean, like, you know, may contain, the popular brands of dark chocolate may contain potentially dangerous levels of heavy metals. Scientists in a non-profit organisation tested 28 well-known dark chocolate varieties for their amount of heavy metals and detected lead and cadmium in all of them. What? All that lead, you see? All that lead. Got to go somewhere. I hope no one here eats dark chocolate. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, I do. I like dark I like chocolate. It. I don't eat it regularly, but I, it's my favourite type of chocolate if I was going to buy it. Well, Lindt, buy... you've all just been eating the Lindor. What what chocolates are there? What does it say? Yep, Lindt, Lindt. Trader Joe's, Hershey's. Okay. That's just some of them. Consumer reports, well, five of the bars contained excess levels of both lead and cadmium. Eating just one ounce, which is 28 grams per day, will exceed the levels that public health researchers recommend for at least one of the metals. Shouldn't have any lead. Consumer Reports Food one. Safety Researcher Tunde Akinlenle said in a statement the potential health impact of consuming those metals is riskiest for pregnant women and young children as it could impact brain development. In otherwise healthy adults, consistent exposure to heavy metals can lead to nervous system problems, hypertension, immune system suppression, kidney damage and reproductive issues. There are risks for people of any ways. Of any age. Of any age, sorry. Mr. Akinenle said the fact that five of the chocolate brands contained safe levels of cadmium and lead was a promising sign. What are they going to do? How are they gonna fix what this? they gonna do when they come for mm-hmm. you? Sorry, I'm about to say that I had to start singing the intro to cops. <laughs> well, they're gonna do anything about it. They're gonna go naughty, naughty. Put less. Give them a little bit of fine. Luckily, yeah. this sounds like an American article to me. It is, but they still sell stuff in the UK, mate. Yeah. But where the food regulatory things are all very low in comparison to ours, so you'd find that the ones that do contain these high levels of cadmium and lead probably aren't sold in this country. Let's hope not. Well, I've never seen dark Hershey's chocolate before. No, but Hershey's specially, special dark, mildly sweet chocolate contained 265% of the recommended lead intake in California. 265% of your recommended lead intake in one bar. There's some evil sort of candy man over there. <laughs> 
Oh shit, you think that all them people who said that they were putting drugs in the candy for years have had lead in it instead? Shit. And recently in America they had all the lead in heavy metals in the baby food. Oh yeah, shit, they did. That was a weird news article mm. back in the day, wasn't it? Wasn't that long ago, a few months ago. They need to get on top of their fucking food safety kind of, like we are, like, the way they... What I would ask them, because is, are we testing for that? <laughs> That's what worries me. I don't know. Look at all the horse meat and the lasagnas. Yeah. Are we testing for lead and cadmium? Yeah, but they did. Well, we, we did that episode, it, didn't we? And then they found that it was. You know what I mean? So they did test everything. Long, yeah. Long. yeah, you don't know how long it's been going on. Yeah. yeah, but I don't think at the time they suspected. They thought there was a reason to think beef wasn't beef. It was only when it kind of came out that what? All right, let's get testing. Look, what have you got to look at? is that lead has been pumped into the atmosphere from cars from, what, 1920-something up to 1980-something? No, last year in Algeria was the last well, one. Well, in, in this yeah. country at least, mm. 1980-something, maybe 1990, 1990? Mm. I remember an episode, we did an episode, I can't remember the guy's name, Thomas Midgley? Yes. Thomas Mid- Midgley. All that lead from all them cars has gone in the air and it's going down as rain, and it's getting soaked into the, the, the ground, and the animals are eating it. Why is no one surprised? That, so it goes to the plants, it's going to everything. Because that amount of lead has got to be supplementary to, to, to that, surely. Like, like in that case, then maybe they're from a heavily leaded petrol area, maybe they're using leaded petrol around it, so maybe they... It's by the side of a road. Maybe it's in the cooking process. Maybe it? it's in the cooking process. They're putting it in yeah, to some do something. To add waste. Yeah. I don't know. To add weight even. I've no idea, but even so, it's, it's all in the fucking air, don't they? They don't care, do they? They don't give a shit. It's as long as they're making money, they don't care. chemicals they're using to pack out the, the product. Yeah, they'll have that's a fine right. and slap on the wrist, like Ben said, that's it. Don't yeah. put any lead in. Don't stop putting lead in your chocolate. Yeah. Makes you wonder what. Keep it in your pencil else. where it should be. It's not even in that anymore. Mm. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> I haven't fought it yet, mate. <laughs> An 11,000-year-old carving of a man holding his penis while surrounded by leopards is the earliest known depiction of a narrative scene. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> is that dude just, like, surrounded by leopards? He's on his own. jacket before And I he's die. like, I'm just going to wank before I die. <laughs> yeah. That's got to be it. Or is he, don't go for my dick first? I don't know, his dick's sticking out from the wall, look. He's erect. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe it's the way he's always wanted to go. (laughs) He's just knocking one out before he dies. Yeah. Simple as. It dates back 11,000 years to the Neolithic era known as the New Stone Age. This was a picture of the stories that formed the ideology of the people at period, said an archaeologist. The carving, called the Seyberk Reliefs, was discovered in Turkey in 2021 and the research was published in the peer-reviewed journal Antiquity. The scene consists of a man standing between two leopards and the man is holding his penis is depicted with a round face, prominent ears, bulging eyes and large lips. To the other side, another man is depicting holding a snake or a rattle while standing near a bull. Do you think he's going to put that up his bum? (laughs) Well, I reckon, if that's me... And I've got two leopards either side of me, and I'm a Neolithic man. Probably got a jacket before I go. <laughs> Anyone else joining me in on that? <laughs> Put yourself in the Neolithic man mindset. Mm. 
All you're doing is hunting, eating, fucking. I'm shitting myself and hoping it puts them off. <laughs> you haven't progressed that far. Well, I'm wanking. You shit yourself already, it's done nothing. <laughs> I'm definitely wanking if I'm about to die. I'm wanking now, so I'm not going to be able to die. Yeah, put it away, Pete. Sorry. I'm going to run. I'm going to try my best and run. The leopards, Claire, you ain't, you ain't escaping them. You're alone. Maybe he gets we off know on you're it. Dipping it. Maybe he gets off on it. Maybe he is. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's his thing. Maybe he just likes. Maybe he's doing that to lure them in so the rest of his hunting party can launch spears at them at close range. Dangerous game, that's Dan- Very dangerous yeah. game. <laughs> very dangerous game, but you know. Why would I have a wank lure in leopards? <laughs> they can smell the semen, smell the pre cum. <laughs> Drift to the wind. <laughs> and leopards like that I can't speak for the leopards <laughs> I've got their sense of smell can he speak for himself <laughs> what I can say is that you know you, I you, smell you, man cum you're at your most <laughs> you're at your most vulnerable when you're shitting or wanking let's face it he's, I bet there's another one where he's having a shit hmm <laughs> Well, there we go. They were obsessed with cocks back in them days as well. They found drawings of dicks on Hadrian's wall. <laughs> you know, the Romans loved a dick joke. Yeah, but this was Stone Age. I know, but we still always been obsessed with dick jokes, haven't we? Anyway, so here's a good one to finish on. A man with World War One explosive lodged in his rectum sparked bomb scare. Hospital evacuation. The case left doctors shell-shocked. Uh, a French hospital was partially evacuated Saturday after a senior citizen arrived with World War I artillery shell lodged in his rectum. The 88-year-old 88? patient... 88? 88? He visited hospital in Samus in Toulon to have the antiqui... Antique? <laughs> antiqui. Oh, antiqui. my God. To have the antique explosive removed, but instead sparked a bomb scare. Yeah, so an emergency occurred at 9pm to 11.30pm on Saturday evening that required the intervention of bomb disposal personnel, the evacuation of adult and paediatric emergencies, as well as the diversion of incoming emergencies, hospital spokesperson stated. We had to manage the risk in a reactive framework, the rep added. When in doubt, we took all the precautions. Is that a picture of the yeah. shell? Fucking hell, it's quite a big shell, man. It's not like the biggest shell. Yeah, but still. Well, the biggest we've seen but on the news, is it? Eight it's inches long and two inches wide, apparently. It's a big dildo size. Mmm. Um, how, how did he say he got it stuck up his bum? Uh-huh. Just by chance. Does he... I mean, because the last chap fell on his. Yeah. The one who fell on the anti-tank shell. Allegedly. So it's uh, believed that the pervy patient inserted the item up his anus for sexual pleasure. Jesus Christ, he's even, at least he's admitted it. An That's apple, something. an apple, a mango, or even a can of shaving foam. We are used to finding unusual objects, but yeah, but never, never bombshells. Think about it, though. That is really a danger wank, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, that thing could go off. I know. <laughs> That's a danger wanker off. Explosive. Wow, I almost admire him. They had to cut open his abdomen wow. in order to remove the relic. Jesus. Apparently now he's in good health and expected to make a full recovery. 
Fucking hell, though. I mean, look at it. Oh, no. It's just, like you say, it's what. Just get a dildo, man, for God's sake. Yeah, just buy a dildo. Why, why buy an antique World War One explosive and then shut up your ass? What's an eighty-eight-year-old man thinking of? Oh, Horny, <laughs> fuck you! I'm gonna sit on that. Why <laughs> doesn't doesn't add up? Does it? I want an explosive wank. Oh, oh you're not getting the chrome for that. Mm. Oh, on that bombshell there. Yeah. Oh, you're not getting it for that either. <laughs> well, I've been Ben. Don't break into Axel Jim Duggan's house. Oh! <laughs> I've been Mike, thanks for listening. Peace out, may the force be with you. I've been Claire, don't be licking them snake clitorises. I've been Pete, please do not stick old bombs up your arse. I think you're going to say, I've been licking snake clitorises. <laughs> 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 no. Ah, okay. Bye.